What's up, Daryl? Not too much. How you doing today? Welcome to the Slur Speech Podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone. What's your favorite Scatman song? Scatman. Gotta be. <laughs> That's the classic, right? What else no, is there? I know this is super fucking random, but like we were testing the mics because uh, we did something different last time, and it was like, well, what's your favorite Scatman song? So we just started scatting, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was a legendary Scatman. I feel like you're not taking me very <laughs> Were <serious>. you? Do <laughs> you ever hear scat back in the 50s? You have a legendary Brian Johnson voice. I know that. I'm back and back. I hit the sack. I don't do the dee da dee da Like, no one knows those words. I had to look them up whenever. So I was in a band, and we used to do, like, they would be like, everyone would be like, oh, we're tuning up real quick. And I would just bust out in my best ACDC. And it wasn't very good. But people liked it. I don't, I, I don't know why you think it's not very good. I, I think it's fucking Dude, at one on. time we played a bar downtown, uh, the Wonder Bar, which is like the, like, it's part of the heart of downtown. And I started busting out into that. And um, there's a cup holder on that. Do you know where it's at? Okay. Yeah. So I started busting out into the, into the ACDC, and we did about 30 seconds. And after the show, the guy was like, uh, so why'd you stop doing the ACDC song? Right? <laughs> I was like completely unplanned. Yeah. Did you notice I was, how I just started singing and then the band kicked in? Yeah. I was like, well. I started right at the chorus. I don't, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Um, I know it's back in black, but yeah, I was really good at, uh, doing a Brian Johnson, um, cover. Scatman John. That's, that's the name. He's was not it really? Scatman John. So wasn't he like Scatman's the hit? Okay, it's called Scatman Ski Ba Da Ba Da Bop. <laughs> wasn't he dressed as like a Ski Ba Da Ba Da Bop? <laughs> wasn't he dressed as a ice cream man at one point? Maybe because I all I could remember I was I just remember him being like an ice cream guy and like all right this is what the kids are listening to all the hip and cool stuff. Oh, that was uh, a, a Scatman parody by Good Humor, I think. Oh, oh Good Humor, you're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to those guys. Good Human. Well, shout out to those guys. They they really made them, the Macarena, the guys who did the... <laughs> they made the 90s go. Yeah, they did... What was the Woe song? <laughs> was it Canadian? What do you... What? There was this girl who got into... Okay, so... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking... You don't know that one? No. It was like, they were like a Canadian band. I'm going to bring up my web browser now. They were a Canadian band. They had that one hit song like... Once there was this girl who... I type it in my browser and... The Crash Test Dummies... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, the name of the song is. Yeah, I'm like terribly not in tune because I'm a guitar player slash drummer slash everything else that a band needs except for a singer. I don't remember. I just don't remember that one. You really don't? No, I don't. Weird Al redid it, and it was just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't remember that song at all? No. God, you're making me feel old, and I'm. You're older than me. <laughs> 
I don't, yeah, no, I don't know. No shit. Speaking of Canada. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. No? It's just a ballad? Huh. I wouldn't even call it a ballad. I'd call it like a dramatic, like, I don't know, it's so weird. Like, the, the whole band, the whole just video was them it. at like a... Um, like at a theater or something? Not theater, like a talent show. Okay. And the whole band plays and every, like, they talk about every kid. Like, the one kid had uh, moles or something all over him or... In, yeah, 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 the lyrics seem very odd. <laughs> yes, they're Canadian. A, a girl who gets found with birthmarks all over her body in the yes. room and... And she couldn't tell. She couldn't tell you how they got there. Couldn't. She couldn't tell you how they got there, Daryl. Like, Daryl, could you tell how, if you had birthmarks all over you? Could you tell them how you got there? Yeah, I was born with them. Yeah, they, wouldn't you think that would be the answer? Like, oh no, I was born with these because I'm fucking weird. There's a kid who got into an accident, come to, couldn't come to school, and, and the when next he finally day, came back, his hair had turned black into bright white because the cars <laughs> had smashed him so hard. <laughs> Dude, I remember I came to school the one day after a car accident. Uh, we got rammed really bad by an old dude. All right, so hold on. So we got hit by a, we got hit by an old dude, and then and we were in like the West Side of Cleveland. I was there with my dad. I was like ten years old, and my dad was going to measure or something for carpet, and they hit in the back of our car, and then they like went backwards and hit us again. Then went backwards and his again. And my dad was like, what is going on? My dad, who was super intense, went to go fight him. And then he found out he was an old guy who thought he was hitting the brake. And he was hitting the gas. And it would hit our car. It would fall backwards. And he hit the car again. (laughs) Like, I'll never forget my dad getting out like, I'm going to fight him. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Speaking of a car wreck, you watch that Browns game? (laughs) Yep. I did. I gotta. I gotta admit, I dosed off a little bit in that second half. Did you? Yeah. We were pretty stoked for the second half. I mean, the first half was a lot of high five. So first of all, the Browns beat the Titans. Oh man, I don't remember off the top of my head. Forty-one thirty-five. Forty-one thirty-five, and that's a lot closer for uh, what it actually was because thirty-eight-seven at half. Thirty-eight-seven at half. Baker had four touchdowns. Um, he broke a record, like he yep. broke an auto, or he no, he didn't break he it. I'm sorry, he matched record. the autogram record, which was funny. It was like TDs and a half. Yeah, it was funny because it was like, yeah, the Browns quarterback broke a record or matched a record, and it wasn't a bad one, right? You know, that's something new. That's something it, brand new. Baker was on point. Yeah, his first half stats were uh, good stats for a game. Yes. Yes, and then we I, I remember going into the second half like, all right, I know what we're going to do. And that's what everyone knew we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, when they kicked that one field goal, I thought, oh, okay, all right, they're, they're just kind of sealing it up. But they, they made it close. They made it tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny. There was a guy from Barstool Sports that was like, this is what the Browns do. And the, they started coming back, and the guy from Barstool Sports was like, see, see. And then they, nothing happened. You know, they, they brought it close, but mm-hmm. it was like – we like this is not the Browns. Um, I hate to say it. So let's talk about that. So, this Browns team can you imagine any Browns team before this team getting that huge hat, that huge lead, and then letting them come back and like 
Freddie Kitchens would have I don't panicked. Oh yeah. He would have started throwing the ball and been like that's the thing. He he might have had the discipline to start running the ball that first or two series, but then it wouldn't work. And you'd be like, Well, Baker killed it in the first half. Which I could still see people thinking we went away from the pass a little too much, maybe. But by the same token, you don't want to panic and then slow the clock down even more. And yes. I, I like that Stefanski had the you know, the way I look at it is you're up thirty one points going at half. That's incredible and hard to do for a great team against a crap team. Um, and you just got to go, if we're going to just run out the clock the entire game, the rest of the half, what are the chances that they can score 31 points on us? And it got close. And they almost did. Yep. Um, Henry came back, and he was, I don't know, he was. He, was, he had 60 yards the whole game. Yeah, he had, he had like two yards of carry the first half, and then it was, I think, six in the second half, but they couldn't use him as much. So. That goes to show you, like, he was going to turn it up, and if we wouldn't have played that clock management game, he could have taken it over even more. I think the whole point was to shut down the run and make him pass the ball. Mm-hmm. And when it wasn't passing the ball, and they, I mean, they shut down that run hard, dude. Yeah. Mac Wilson and someone else came in hardcore for a run. It was like, and just stuffed them. Like I, that was good to see. I didn't think they had it in them really. No, I, I thought I thought Derrick Henry would have 120 great, yards. Great, and you know I, I I can't really say I spotted him in the second half. I watched, I think the entire third quarter. I think I started dozing in the fourth. Ogan Joby had a good game, which I was Ogun glad because Joby when Garrett went out, I was like, I hope he goes back to the form he was in last year when Garrett yep. went out. Ogan Joby was getting sacks. And Vernon had a good game. I exactly. Mean, yep. I was super stoked to see both and of And they had Vernon ball. all over the place, dude. Yeah. He wasn't just playing defensive line. He was, I mean, he was, he, I, I don't want to say all over the place. He wasn't playing safety or free safety, mm-hmm. but he was coming off linebacker. He was coming off standing up. He yeah. was, and he had a good game, man, and it was like, Okay, this is why we have Olivier Vernon. We signed him for a lesser contract, and he's a little bit of an older guy. And this guy's gonna come in here and do this stuff. Yeah. And you hate, dude. Our our secondary is so beat up right now, mm-hmm. and we still did that. They're dude. just getting it done. Yes, we're missing Delpit. We're missing uh, Greedy. We're missing Ward. Ward right now. There's three fucking people that. That's your best player. We're missing. That's we're, one of your best players on your team. That's not Miles Garrett. Yes. On the defense. Top one or two. Yes. I mean, I'm, not, I'm talking about on offense, too. Oh. Overall on the team, I'd say he's one of our top three to five players. Well, you can't. I mean, Chubb's, what do you think, Chubb number one or Garrett number one? I'd probably still go with Garrett just because of the whole running back position. Like, Yeah. I, I still have that stigma in my head. But, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Nick so Chubb. He's a beast. So, Baker, Baker called out a reporter uh, before the game. They are like, what do you think? Is this something like Chubb versus... Henry and Baker was like, well, you forgot about Kareem Hunt. We have Kareem Hunt. Who's... And the guy just didn't say anything. I was like, okay, well, that's that's how confident fucking Baker is in these running backs. Like, yeah. And I, I feel it, man. Like, Kareem's not your number one anymore. Chubb obviously is. And to have Chubb and Kareem Hunt and just have that one-two, which... We haven't had in forever, and mm-hmm. a lot of teams want that one too. And freaking Chubb, just what did what did Chubb end up? I with? think any team would be happy to have either of them. Yes, a decent backup. Yes, I agree with you. And I forget what Chubb ended up with, but like, um, I want to say it was over a hundred yards. He ended up with eighty yards. Eighty like 18 yards. Eighteen carries for four and a half. What did Cream have? You're looking at thirty-three it. yards. So okay. 
Um, but you know what? That, that, so I can see it one of two ways. People pissed off. They went away from the pass game too much. They let them crawl back into it. And you think that might be a problem now because the same thing happened with the Cowboys. What We were up on the Cowboys 31-14, and they ended up bringing it back to 49-38, which wasn't quite as close as it seemed like it actually was getting down the stretch. We scored a late TD in that one, didn't we? Or a fairly late. Which which game? I'm sorry. Dallas. Yes. I think they were within like a score. Maybe yeah, yeah, we scored. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Unless yep. it was a late field goal or something. But um, I, that's still just confidence in the guys. Like they're going to get it taken care of. And maybe they didn't quite. But you also have to know, especially once you're sticking to that plan and you're like, we're going to run the ball. Damn it! Like we're gonna run the ball, and they're loading the box up. And they still they they got it done. So well, and they've and well, then the other thing on the other side, they forced Baker to pass, and ba- Baker was throwing dimes, dude. Mm-hmm. He was dimes. getting it done. He was getting it done. Getting it done. Did you see? And what do you think? Uh, last time we talked, when or not last time, but like we talked about how Baker was down there throwing blocks, dude. Yeah, I'm still like. If I'm going against the Browns, I'm ready to light him up. Like, even if I don't make a – like, if I've got a line <laughs> – you know what I'm talking – like, week 16. Do you think I, Baker's – Week 16, if I'm the Steelers and there's one of those plays upfield and I'm the safety and I see Baker trailing him by two yards ready to just end the play, I might go, I'm going to let Chubb get the last 10 yards in the touchdown here and just can light Baker up. Like, do you think I'm a, worried about that happening. Do you think that's a penalty? If he's putting himself in the play as a blocker, like once he crosses that line, you're not getting a roughing the passer. No, getting an unsportsmanlike. Maybe for hitting a guy too hard. I don't know. Like if you're not target, you can't target him. But I mean, if you you just come in and you put your your shoulder your your uh, elbows into his chest and just annihilate him. I guess I wonder if they're like, while we can do that, what will they do to us next? You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, there's always that, but well, and then what's his face got? Uh, one of the Titans players got suspended for stepping on Teller. Did oh, did he? See that yeah, a, a Titans player. Um, I I think it was Teller. He they they came in Baker through the pass. Teller was laying on the ground and he stepped on his his leg. Tier Tart. Yeah, that must be him. Yep. First penalty of his NFL career. He came running back like he was going to run on the play and just stepped right on his uh, calf. Uh, so he got suspended for that. I don't know, but yeah, I'm 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 okay with it. I'm not. You got the win. Football more than anything. I'm kind of like you get the win. It's okay. Yep. Um, and I nitpick maybe with Ohio State because if you're playing a garbage team and you should be like throwing on points on them and you grit out a seven-point win against OU or something. Like, yep. okay, that's a problem. I want to talk Ohio State next. <clears throat> we'll get there. Yeah, We've got a little NFL to cover still. Uh, before Brown. we before we do that, um, I'd like to do my Tweet of the Week. Okay. Tweet of the Week. Let's do it. The Iron Sheik. Do you know who the Iron Sheik is? I do know who the Iron Sheik is. I know you know who the Iron Sheik is. We watched this. We watched if you this don't know docu- the Iron Sheik, Jabroni. <laughs> we watched the get Iron out. Sheik documentary together. <laughs> but the Iron Sheik said... Maybe, in all caps, which is always great, like, he's a, it's always a cap, maybe the first time in my life I say this, the Cleveland Browns, no jabronis. Ooh. That's what the Iron Sheik Ooh, had to I say like about it. the Browns. And you know what? That That is the thing, too, and I don't know. I guess I haven't, 
I haven't plugged into the social media on, on the Browns since then, but everybody was talking about this game. It's like the Titans were real. They already knew it. Yes. And the Browns, because of their bad schedule, were, you know, some people were calling them pretenders or like a playoff team, but not a contender, which I still don't know if they're Super Bowl contenders. But at the same time, I was like, this is a measuring stick for the Browns. And I know a lot of Browns fans were like upset about that, but it's true. Like this was a measuring stick. Oh, game. 100%. So, like, you're this gonna, was... You're going to figure out a lot about your team in this Dude, game. Dude, all of sports talk in Cleveland is now like, Oh, the Browns are for real. And and that's what a lot of people thought because mm-hmm. we came against the Titans, Mike Rabel, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a quarterback. God, I like Rabel. I what? Like I like Rabel so much. I mean, hot state boy, I'm going to. I'm not going to hate on him. I like uh, him. He's in the AFC. I mean, he's not in the AFC North, but he's in the AFC. Uh, this one's out for Long Lurker. Oh, yeah. All right. There's some other guy in the. Some I don't know I don't know if he's got a podcast or some show some fuck and any, any loser start a podcast. Uh, I was gonna throw out his name and tell everyone. So he did a he was calling I don't know his game of the week or his his pick of the week or whatever, and it was for the Browns to lose. And then he went so far as to say if they scored over twenty one, he'd eat some dog food. And I was gonna go find this guy's stuff and be like I think uh, Bull from Bull and Fox might have suggested this or i heard someone else on the radio send it okay he's like we should send him some dog food i was gonna go find this dude's information and tell him dude send him some dog food in the mail then i realized he's just one of those guys that says inflammatory stuff and he, is cool. he actually would be excited to eat dog food and get some clicks dude out i remember as a kid so i'm not even gonna say his name i remember as a kid and when i say kid 17 18 i woke up in the party house i was staying in and they were smoking dog food out of a bong <laughs> what? Yeah, they were smoking dog food out of a bong. Just for funsies? Yeah, and I couldn't remember, like, the whole point of it. Or... Why it started. Yeah, because like, I, I remember waking up. And so, like, when I was 18, I, I stayed in this house that was, like, six people, right? Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I come out and they're like, yeah, we're smoking dog food out of a bong. And I was like... Water pipe. A water... Do I have to call it a water pipe? Yeah. Oh. Why do I have to call it that? Your tobacco smoking water pipe. Oh. So they were smoking dog food out of my tobacco smoke. Not mine. I have someone else's. And so I was like, why are you smoking dog food? And I remember being like, I just remember being like, okay, like, I'm going back to bed. I got my glass of water. Like I didn't like, like they all thought it was sweet. I, I, I didn't go to college. So I guess that was like part of my college experience was staying in this house you know like yeah and this house was a total party house and we had a really good time but like i just remember walking out like oh you guys are smoking they're like yeah dog food <laughs> fuck is going did on? you check it out and make sure it was actual dog food you you know it could have been one of them strains <laughs> it could have been one of them good strains ah, we got that dog food <laughs> why make you bark at the moon bro. dude i bark at the moon I remember we got, uh, so we stopped at the gas station. That's funny you say that. I remember we stepped, stopped at a gas station one time. We were going to a party around the same age. And some guy's like, hey, man, we got that fish food. Oh, my God. I don't fucking leave me alone, man. I'm just grabbing my six-pack and go to this party. So I get back into the car. We're going. They're like, fish food is bath salts. Remember bath salts? Mm-hmm. And they're like, and they, they kept going on and on about the fish food they had. I'm like, I don't want nothing to do with that, yeah. dude. No, I mean, it blew up because there was some story of someone doing something. I heard a story through work of a guy just essentially passing out 
in his vehicle, like at a, at a light or something like that and getting in trouble for it. And then there was the Florida dude that ate somebody's face and people are hearing about it and going, I want to try that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Those, oh. those are what you know about it? Like yeah. a dude ate someone else's face and someone else act crazy? Well, the thing was like, like I'm going to try that. I remember PCP, like, I I'd never It's did. legal, though. Well, P- okay. Yeah. Okay. But remember PCP, that was a thing. Like, it would be like, oh, this guy on PCP in the 70s or whatever. I'm, I'm just fucking whatever. PCP, this guy ripped a bathroom uh, sink off the wall. Yeah. And he threw it at someone because he was on PCP. We're all doing it. I'm like, what? You want to go rip off bathroom? Dude, I don't want to rip off bathroom sinks. Like, yeah, it's, it's the closest you could ever be to feeling like the Hulk. I, I guess. I could wanting to try that one. Maybe I'll do PCP when I remodel my bathroom. <laughs> like, uh, it's already painted green. I painted it. So maybe I'll rip the fucking sink off the wall and do some PCP. <laughs> I don't even know who to call that anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, anymore, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, you know where to get some PCP? Someone would be like, no, you fucking idiot. No. <laughs> No. And if we do, we don't tell you because we don't want you ripping your bathroom sink off the wall. I just remember that being a story. And I'm sure that was like the the tell the tall tale, you know, like everyone knew uh, that. No, there have some been some legitimate stories of people doing things that they shouldn't be able to do because they're on PCP. Fighting off five cops yeah. or something like that. But that's a lot of drugs, dude. Yeah. I mean, think of watching cops. I mean... There, I, and I, I, it, may, it may have been piece of piece, but like how many times you watch cops and there's like, there's 18 guys on the guy and the guy's like getting out and he's all slippery. <laughs> yeah, he's all slippery. He's covered in oil for some reason. It's like, why is he covered in oil? This is fucking weird. He he's covered gonna... in oil and he's running around. And he was going to fight some cops. Oh, what are you getting in trouble for? for? Oh, he was jaywalking. <laughs> oh, so you harassed this guy who was jaywalking, covered in oil. Wouldn't you just be like, hey, let's get you home, little buddy? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I'd be like that. But I'd be I like, don't know, man. Hey, get get to where you need to be. I'm going to follow you. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. You don't want to deal with me. Oh, shit. Uh, let's meet Marvin Hall. How do you feel about oh, that? Oh, Marvin Hall. So, have you looked into him at all? I know he's a speedster. Okay, so I, I heard that, too. Uh, the initial stories I kind of saw about him were like, why would Detroit release this guy without getting compensation or looking around? Um People then people were kind of dogging on him too. Like he's just some journeyman. Yep. Um, but I also heard Browns Browns people kind of defending him. Like, well, if you're going to get someone in the middle of the season because you want to shore up some depth, you kind of want somebody who's been plugged into a lot of situations. He's the guy that can come to that, learn a new situation, and and uh, kind of hit the ground running. He's had his best year of the of his career with 290 yards, 17 receptions. 2019, he had 261. Yards, 2018, 149, and then 60 in his uh, first year in 2017. He was undrafted um, out of Washington, I believe. Um, Also didn't have crazy good stats while he was there. Um, I don't know if this is something because I don't think he's thrown a pass in the NFL. He did have, I think. (laughs) You know Jarvis Landry is the best quarterback in the league right now? (laughs) Jarvis Landry is the best quarterback in the league. He He had three passing attempts in college. Uh, completed all of them for 91 yards and uh, two TDs. 
No, so he, that, that right. could be a wrinkle that the Browns pull with him at some point. But he's, he's, I don't think he's thrown any in the NFL. He's bounced around 2016 Raiders, 2017 they, Cardinals. They picked him up, so then he was released before the season even started, went to the Cardinals for that year, played another year with the Falcons. The Bears picked him up, didn't play there. I think they picked him up in March. He was released by August, then played the season with the uh, Lions. So in uh, three seasons, he's been with five teams. I think he's a bouncer on guy. I wonder if he's going to be a, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if, because we were, we're down, because I think the last game we were down enough wide receivers we had to play too many tight ends. Not too many tight ends. Let mm-hmm. me take that wrong. But it was we brought up tight ends and, and we didn't have a full wide receiver set. When I say full, I mean we had our guys, mm-hmm. but there could have been an extra wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the game before that, we brought in more wide receivers, and would Hodge get hurt? I think so. And then we didn't have a fullback. So I just wonder if the, he, he, I'm assuming he's one of those guys they just bring in. They're like, hey, man, you're fast, you know. It's better than a practice squad option. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully he can just, you know, get a few touches. I, I thought I heard something about him that he might have had quite a few first down conversions. Like, something like... uh out of his 17 receptions, eight of them were for first downs or something like that. Do you remember Joe Jervicious? Oh, yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that he was he led the league in f- first down receptions on third downs mm-hmm. for the Browns? Oh, man. That guy. He was so, like, I just wanted him to be so good for the Browns. And he, we got him older. Like, at Tampa Bay and Seattle, he was a stud. Yeah. But we got him so much older. Uh, I want to say so much older because got him around our age. But... Mm-hmm. I just remember him being the third down guy that, like, if you hit Jervicious, it was like, oh, first down. There it is again. Yeah. You had a Joe Jervicious jersey, didn't you? I did, yes. Yeah. Yeah, can you tell? Uh, yeah. And we also have the same name, Joe, so it was kind of like, and we were both white. I hate to say it like that. That sounds racist as shit. He was the wide receiver Gary Barnage. He was. He really was. Um, Gary Barnage. Uh, I feel like we've always had a few guys like that. You know, I was telling the butt story, the butt catch story to one of our buddy's sons. He's like, what? That doesn't make sense. And I showed it to him, and he thought that was a great He's like, why does he still play for the Browns? I'm like, well, he's old, man. And Was Barnage the guy that would always take people to the football or the movies, too? I don't remember that. There was a, it might have been Gary Barnage. There was, a, I think. Yeah, was, Gary Barnage takes fans to the movies yeah so he would be on twitter and be like hey he did a lot of twitter contests yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and i don't think it was necessary i don't know if that was a one-time thing or a multiple time thing but i know he did a few different things like that and he'd go to he might have been one of the people that had like a fantasy league where you'd show up at a bar for a promotion and you draft a league or something yeah yeah yeah. yeah. he was all about it man you know he was a cool guy like that yeah never met him i met jerry vicious once he was very nice um he actually, uh, my brother coached his nephew's football team mm-hmm. in Pee Wee, and so he was there the one day. And like, um, I wasn't supposed to go up and say anything to him, but I, I, I mean, this was—I totally went fanboy. I'm like, oh hey, <laughs> you know like, what I've always been weird about, and I did. I'm pretty sure. Um, Like, so my buddy's son, uh, so Shane's son, played against Josh Cribbs' team mm-hmm. in uh, Little League football. 
I didn't go up to Josh Cribbs and say hi to him. Yeah. Right. But this guy, his nephew played on the team, and he was on the sideline cheering on, and I just walked up like, hi, I'm Joe. Your name's Joe, too. <laughs> Do you want to be friends? He didn't want to be friends. But, uh, <laughs> um, nah, he was he was very nice and very kind. And I remember actually talking to uh, an older guy saying, like, he remembered watching him at, uh, he played St. Vincent, St. Mary. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was a graduate of St. Vincent St. Mary. He was like, I remember watching Joe, just all these catches he made. And I thought, this kid, this kid could be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he ended up making the NFL. I met, oh, I didn't meet him. I saw Trent Richardson somewhere one time. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I, I would also kind of be the person I probably wouldn't go up and talk to him. But I'd do like, the, like a nod, you know, like, I know who you are. Yep. But at the same time, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, hey, what are you doing at Panera? Yeah, right. Or, or whatever. I don't remember. What, what What are you getting? Are you getting a green goddess salad? And I had, I had seen on two different occasions within like a year of that, people ask somebody if they played football just because he was like a big black person. Oh, I got a story. And okay, so I was just like, I'm 99.5% sure this is Trent Richardson. Went outside, like got home and immediately Googled. Like, that was definitely him. Dude, so I worked. I didn't want to be that dude. Dude, I got the perfect story. I got the, the, the perfect compliment to that. So I worked at a driving range for many years. Um, at one point, I, I left the driving range full time and worked there part time to pick golf balls. So I'm working and I'm, pull, I'm pouring the golf balls in the bin. That's what you do. You come and pull. And this manager, a, a giant black man comes in, very fit, in a very nice car. The manager comes out and goes, hey, what are you famous for? Yeah, that was the look. <laughs> that was the look. That was the fucking look, Daryl. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. He said, what are you famous for? Because you're an athletic black man driving a nice car. And the guy's like, I'm not famous for anything. He's like, oh, you're not a famous athlete? And he's like, nah. And I can just imagine my look like. So I used to have to. How, dump- the, how did the person react that said that? Oh, he didn't give a fuck. He was wild. Dude. Mm-hmm. That guy was a madman. Mm-hmm. That guy was one of those face talkers that would get in your face. like, And he'd drool all the time. So I'm pointing to you, but you, the podcast can yeah. see it. He'd have drool coming over all the time because he had some weird thing. And he was not, he was a face talker like Seinfeld, you know? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, rah, 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 right in your face. And I'd be like, back up, back up. And like, I had worked So he probably s- didn't have any embarrassment over that interaction. No. I see, I would melt and die. Like, Dude, even, sh- even if I was still sure it was Trent Richardson, he was just like, nah, man. I'd be like, uh, I would up, leave without picking up my order. <laughs> straight <laughs> up said this guy, and I'll never forget because I'm bringing the golf balls. In and I'm in like my shitty fucking, like whatever. I I used to have this I love my grandpa T-shirt that I <laughs> yeah, would yeah. wear there and these. I love my grandpa too, bud. Yeah, I I would love him too. He's dead, but I well, love him. both of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still love him. Yeah, still love him. But I would bring these golf balls to pour them in. I'll never forget. I was pouring them in, and uh, I I would stop in. You would every time you brought in the golf balls, you had to like check check in how many baskets you brought in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like a thing, and I was checking in my basket. He was like. So what are you famous for? And the guy's like, what? And he drove a really nice car, and he and he was a very athletic, giant guy. And uh, he was like, I'm not famous for anything. He's like, oh, I just saw your car. He's like, what are you looking at, my car? <laughs> like, it was like that, dude. And I'll never forget, I'm like, 
Well, well yeah, I'm... you're black. I definitely scoped you out. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Strongsville. <laughs> and now that you said you're not famous, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in Strongsville, too, right? Yes. You're in Strongsville. Oh, my you're, goodness. You're 6'3". I will never forget. No, he was like 6'6". Six, six. He was a giant. You, look, uh, you have a complete... You, uh, you look athletic. And the other thing is we used to have a guy named Stevie Anderson. And I hope I don't get in trouble for this. But he played tight end for the Jets and the Cardinals. And he used to come to the driving range all the time. And for whatever reason, he was in Cleveland. And um, he hung out. And all the people, like... We're like, oh, former NFL player, former NFL player. And I just talked to the guy, like, eight bucks for the large basket, please, <laughs> you know? And, like, you could tell, like, like the like the people enamored over him, you know? And, yeah. like, he was a really nice guy. Um, but, damn, dude, I'll never forget that shit. Oh, man. I'm taking back. I'm fucking getting ready to watch some golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break him out, bud. We'll watch some ball tonight. Dude, the one day the... The fire, uh, the fire chief showed up there, right? Or the uh, who's the guy? The that not the fire chief, but who's the guy? Who, what's the team that shows up? The inspection, right? Uh huh. Fire inspection. Fire marshal. Fire marshal. So he shows up to the driving range, right? We had this. We had two dirty ass fucking barns, right? Mm-hmm. And one had multiple diesel containers in them, right? So they come into the pro shop. They walk in, they're looking around, they're like, <laughs> and I'm a stupid kid, dude. I'm like 17, 18. I'm a stupid kid. They yell at me for some uh, extension cords that are out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. I'm a kid at work running the driving range. I don't, I don't care about <laughs> extension cords. Right, I'll tell the boss. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, he was like, he's like, you can have these at home, but you can't have these here. I'm like, yeah, we'll get right on it. <laughs> So he walks up and down the range. He's like, I want to go look at those barns. I'm like, all right, man, have at it. And I can imagine, like, they didn't even, they they must have took one step in, like, oh, no, I don't know what to do here. Like, because these barns were, I'm like, there was, the one day I, I threw up the tractor door, or the garage door of the barn, and I got electrocuted. Because the maintenance man had left <laughs> wires exposed and didn't tell anyone. So I threw up the, the the garage door and I got electrocuted, right? And I got off it. It was only 110. I remember saying something to him about it. Dude, the fire marshal came in. I could only imagine what they would have said. They just didn't do anything. They just looked at the barns. Like, I remember being like, you guys, you can, like, and I didn't want the, the driving range to be shut down. It was a yeah. good job. I mean, it was fun. I uh-huh. mean, it was more fun now than it was not thinking about as a kid because I was working a lot of hours. Oh, yeah. There was like multiple diesel cans and exposed electric in the one barn, and they're just like, "Nah, just take care of those uh, extension cords, and uh, and we'll be fine." All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get right on it. Yeah, and which I'll never forget. The owner comes in. I'm like, "Hey, the yellow has me the extension cords." He's like, "Hey," and he was a very Italian guy. Hey, what, what do we do about them? I go, well, we get better extension cords. You can't have those here. So Greg Williams got fired. Yeah, I saw Did you that. see the play? Yeah, I saw the play. That was bad. It was really bad. I mean, I know, I know he likes the blitz on Hail Marys, like bring a little bit more pressure than your three-man. Greg Williams blitzed 
Like how we had diesel and extension cords in the fucking barn. <laughs> a grossly bad idea. And, and then the, the, but I don't know, man, that corner though, like just stopped. He, he bought he it on get, a stutter they, they, step. They don't care. They don't care. It's that. What, what are the record? 11? Yeah. Yeah. They want Trevor Lawrence. Did you hear what Mike, uh. You're really going to get beat on that play though. Who's, um. The coach of the Steelers came oh. up to Chase Young. Did you hear this? No. And said, I don't ever want a player like you. And Chase Young was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't ever want to have, lose 14 or 15 games to get a player like you. I want a player like you, but I don't ever want to lose 14 or 15 games to lose to, and lose those to get a player like you. Said that straight up to him. Can you imagine that shit, dude? I, I I imagine he's trying to say like you were clearly gonna be the dude, and I never. Well, he was talking. No, he was talking. He was propping him up. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, he wasn't talking shit. Yeah, he was saying. No, he seems like a cool guy. Mike Tomlin was saying, "All right, I don't want to lose fourteen or fifteen games. I have to get a player like you. I'd rather." Yeah, I never want to be in the position that I can draft. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, just watching him at Ohio State just turn the edges after getting around off. Well, lose, watch the Steelers lose, and angle. he was all over them, dude. Yeah. That was dope. It was. I couldn't believe they actually lost that game. I couldn't actually either. And uh, so now they're uh, 11 1. Probably less likely. Well, yeah, tied with Kansas City. So they're probably less likely to come into the Browns game at this point, not trying to win that last one. It's hard to say. I mean, anything can happen over the next, what, four or five, four weeks then. But, you know, it was starting to look like if they, you know, if they came in undefeated, they might just say, fuck it. I don't think you want to do that. Well, you saw Larry, Larry Conko was drinking fucking mad drink. They put a Larry Conko on uh, whatever the thing is, and he was fucking smashing drinks. I was like, good for you, man. He was smashing drinks. He was like, oh, the Steelers lost. We get to keep going. Did you uh, hear about um, Jerry Lawler on ESPN Cleveland? I, I have not heard anything about Jerry Lawler in, in recent history. <laughs> Did he call in asking for puppies? <laughs> so you know who Jerry Lawler is, right? Yeah, the king. All right, so for listeners who don't know who Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler is. Put Andy Kaufman in the hospital. Put Andy Kaufman in the hospital. Uh, probably one of, uh, like, he, he never got Hogan status. But Jerry the King Lawler was very famous in the Memphis wrestling status. Um, made to the WWE. And it's... He, he, in his circuit, he was definitely Hogan status. He was above Hogan status. Dude, in, the, in his circuit? Yeah. You're talking about, like, Memphis wrestling. Yes, Memphis wrestling. Something like that. South. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he was, he was the never king. a national. But, but, but you're right because he was before Hogan, right? Yeah. But in in the seventies, Jerry the King Lawler was Jerry the King Lawler, the king, and he was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He's still one of the greatest wrestlers of all times. Um, I'm not going to talk about his demons because Jerry the King Lawler has some demons, mm-hmm. and he's going to be on the crime sports one at one point. I don't know if you know that. Uh, his son already was. 
Yeah, and Jerry the King Lawler is. They've already said. Anyways, good. I'm not going to talk shit about Jerry the King Lawler, but he's a huge Brown fan. You better not. <laughs> and I'm, I am, I know I said that like that, but also I'm serious. You better not be talking bad about the King. So, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Get a little antsy here. Get one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So, he was getting ready to, to do an interview on ESPN Cleveland 850 WKNR, mm-hmm. who is my main... Uh, Feud, right? Mm-hmm. So he posted like, "Hey, I'm getting ready to do <laughs> beefing with Tony Pizza." Hold on, hold your on. main feud. Hold on, I am. <laughs> it gets so good. He says, <laughs> "He says I'm getting ready to do an interview on ESPN Cleveland WKNR. You know, uh-huh. uh, eleven in the morning, blah blah blah." So I put on or, or the slurred speech podcast Twitter puts on there. What's the over under? On Tony Rizzo telling you his dad worked for Vince McMahon in the WWE. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it gets a couple likes or whatever. Yeah. What do you think the first thing Tony Rizzo says to Jerry the King Lawler? Does he? We go back? The very first got- thing. Of course he did. I can't find it. The, the audio is not recorded. I'm sure it's on whatever their thing is. Mm-hmm. Don't give him any likes. That's no, not worth no, it. No, no, no. Don't, don't give him any listens. Very first thing he says to him. So, oh, Jerry the King Lar, blah, 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 blah. And I, I didn't hear it because I was uh, in a meeting. But I got, I, you know, I got the synopsis assist, assist. So, very first thing he says is, hey, yeah, my dad worked for Vince. I met Andre the Giant, blah, blah, blah. You know what Jerry the Kung Lawler says? Oh, yeah, this guy, Slurge Speech Podcast, said that would be the first thing you asked me. No yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> so. We've had a shout out from Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> we need to get that audio. I was trying so hard to find it. it, dude. He probably cut it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't. Because I talked to someone I talked to someone else who listens all the time. They're like, oh, Riz was pissed. Oh, Goldhammer, you dump that. <laughs> you dump that part. <laughs> wow. So, so like, he saw the tweet. Oh, I tweeted right to him. Oh, okay. You added him. But, I mean, he read it before. Right before. Oh, I tweeted to him. So, Jerry the King Lark tweets. I'm going to be on ESPN Cleveland. I'm talking to the Browns. And first of all, fucking, all right, Jerry King Lawler. You like the Browns. You like the Indians. You like everything about Cleveland. That's awesome. He's from Chardon or lived in Chardon. Mm-hmm. Lived in Chardon Heights for a while. The first thing I tweeted him, the first tweet was over under Tony Rizzo telling Jerry the, Law, Jerry the King Lawler that his dad worked for the WWE and worked for Vince. It was literally the first thing he said. And that was it. literally the first thing Jerry Locke said to me. He's like, oh, the Slurred Speech Podcast guy said uh, that would be the thing you told me or something. Like, I didn't hear it. So <laughs> I apologize. I'm drunk on Tuesday night. So Hell yeah. Getting on that social media game. Big ups. You know, do we is, is do we have an official sponsor? Oh, my God, we do. Okay. So I we let's do a read. Let's do a read. Oh, my God. We have to do a read. Oh, my God, dude. Let's do a read. All right. So um, how much do you know about our sponsor? 
I know a little bit. Okay. I've been I've been in there. I've I've shopped. Okay. I know they uh they got some good 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 stuff. Some deals. We should have probably started or good did selection. something with this. We're, this is why we're bad at this. I mean, we could uh, we could do it off top, you know, or we No, can let's do some. it. Marcus will appreciate this. Okay. All right. So, welcome to the <laughs> The fr- uh, All right. So, this is our sponsor, Ground Zero Comics. Comics, uh, hold on. <laughs> he sent me the wrong read. Good thing it's in the middle. Yeah, we're 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 giving you the uh, the fresh, the fresh raw deal here. Yeah, all right. And, let's and try we'll be this ready again. to promote next episode. This one's on the house, Marcus. Yeah, Ground Zero comics, cards and games, and toys for the graphically enlightened. Shit, your podcast must be really bad. Oh, that he told me that. Later. <laughs> So check out Ground this Zero. This is more of an email discussion. <laughs> than, than well, I posted the, it in Notepad++. <laughs> so Ground Zero comics, cards, and games, and toys for the graphically enlightened. Um, you know, check them out. Uh, let's look up where he's at real quick. You know what I like about Marcus? If you go in there and be like, hey, where do I get some dice? Where do I get this? He's going to be like, it's over there. He's not going to follow you over there and be like, blah, 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 blah. And if you be like, hey... I need this copy of this. He's gonna be like, I don't have it, or it's right over there, or like, but he's not gonna follow you around the store. He's not gonna be like, what are you, what are you looking for today? And then hound you around. It's like, no. Here's my wares. Would you like some? Would you not? That's cool. Yeah, he's the uh, he he's the opposite of uh, like you know what's you know what's funny? It's like all those places that have Buckman jewelry <laughs> things. It's like he'll follow you around, and the the, the jewelry places will follow you around. Marcus just wants you to get in and get out. <laughs> I've been shopping there forever. But in all seriousness. Uh, but it is a comic book shop, too. Like, he's not going to kick it. Like, they have things in there. People Yeah, so, he, so it's not rushing you out, but it's the time. He doesn't have old comics, so don't go in there looking for fucking Spider-Man number three. He doesn't yeah. have that shit. Um, but he has plenty of D&D stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got the dice. He's oh, got, big, big old uh, wall of uh, board games. And yes, any kind big, of huge wall of board games. games. He's got his uh, kid-friendly section. He does have his kid-friendly section. Um, I have a locker there, so if you actually go there and start buying comics on the regular and you want to not miss them. So what happens is, like, um, sometimes comics come out and there's only a certain limit of how many are are sent out. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have them, if you don't have a locker, if you don't have a uh, subscription, you don't get them. So you just show up and you're like, hey, I want Venom number uh, 47, uh, Noel. The the fight of Noel's coming out, you know, and he's like, oh, I don't have it. You're like, well, why not? He's like, well, you didn't have a subscription. So I will say um, I got back in the comics because of Ground Zero. Uh, I went in there one day to buy bags and boards, and um, I looked up on his pool table. He's, at, he's got a stupid pool table. Um, he's not even really good at pool. Uh- <laughs> And he's got his comics on there. So, uh, please, uh, check out Ground Zero Comics, Cards, and uh, Toys for the Graphically Enlightened. Mm-hmm. Strongsville Town Center, 15139, Pearl Road, Strongsville. Yeah. So, no, nah, in all reality, I know we talk a lot of shit, but uh, that place is good shit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I go for my comic needs. That's right. <laughs>
Actually, I, I don't because I don't really have comic needs. But I mean, I, I've gone. That should have been something I said. <laughs> it should have. <laughs> I'm building you up for next time, bud. Just sprinkling ideas in there. Um, no, I've gone in there and gotten things I need. Uh, I go and look at the games usually. Um, I picked up some. Uh, well, he's got games, games and toys, and dice, dude. Mm-hmm. I, we bought Fireball Island, dude. We bought Fireball Island there. Fucking in. And uh, Renee keeps asking because we got to play Fireball Island soon. All right. She got time tonight. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> do you need like a half an hour of setup? Fireball know, but, Island. But uh, oh, there's one more thing. I oh, here's the last thing I wanted to bring up to. All right. So, how do you? <laughs> How do you feel about a Lifetime movie? Uh, not big on them. Okay. Every once in a while, I, I gotta, I, I'll admit, something okay. comes out and I'm like, uh, maybe I'll check it out. I'm reading a tweet. Mark your calendars because Lifetime and KFC have partnered. <laughs> <laughs> You're not letting me finish. I don't appreciate I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry. Coming from KFC and Lifetime. Movies. All gets better. Mark your calendars because Lifetime and at KFC have partnered for a Lifetime mini movie. You don't want to miss A Recipe for Seduction. Starring Mario Lopez. Premieres Sunday at 12 p.m. It's It's a Recipe for Seduction and it's a KFC movie. Mug drop. Does he work at KFC? No, Mario Lopez is going to play Colonel Sanders. (laughs) What? What? Mario Lopez is playing Colonel Sanders. He hasn't even been in a commercial as Colonel Sanders yet. No. And he's... I thought they were going to use the snowman from the most recent... <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Lifetime holiday movie. <laughs> I was going to sit down and watch it with Mon. And be like, oh, Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders as a snowman. I ran to Mario Lopez at the Cavs game. I go, Slater. And he goes, Mario Lopez. So I was like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Which was not good, but okay, whatever. I'm a bad human. Yeah, so... Keep your eyes out <laughs> for a KFC Lifetime joint. All right, so here we go. Let's read this back. <laughs> Let's read it back. Mark your calendars because... I, do you think I could be a voice guy? No, nah, I probably couldn't. I don't know. Give it your give it, give it a go. All right. Let's put this one on your reel. All right, let's, it's on my reel. All right. Mark your calendars because... I'll try it again. Mark your calendars because Lifetime and KFC have partnered for a Lifetime original mini-movie you don't want to miss. A recipe for seduction. Starring Mario Lopez. You know it's bad when it's at Sunday at noon. Like, right? Like, that's what they're telling you on the tweet. That it's a Sunday at noon. Holy shit. What the fuck is going on with life? There's a fucking... It's a finger-looking good recipe for seduction <laughs> right there. Get it done, Lifetime. Hey, that new Mountain Dew they have is actually pretty good. Do you think they bring new that? New Mountain Dew. <laughs> they have, like, an iced peach Mountain Dew at KFC. I'm not a, I don't do the do. I'm a, I don't really drink a lot of soda, but that was one of the ones I'm like, oh, they have a Mountain Dew peach iced tea. I got to check it out. Then I pull up. They're like, you just want this? I'm like, yeah. You want chicken tenders? Uh, you want mashed potatoes? 
All right. <laughs> Give me the gravy. I'll I'll just eat the gravy. I'll take with taters, a bowl of gravy, <laughs> and some mac and cheese. Yeah, right. And I'm just gonna eat the gravy with a spoon because I'm a fat ass. <laughs> when I come around, can you look real disappointed? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole experience kind of thing for me. Tell me I was the son you never wish you had. <laughs> oh, speaking of disappointment. What? Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, that fucking sucks. It's gone. Yep. Gone like Greg Williams. Greg, so what do you think? I know that Ohio State's trying hard. I know Dustin Fox. Shout out Dustin Fox. Love Dustin Fox. Is trying to pull hard. Um, he's a media member. And with lots of media, and not just 92.3, he's trying hard to get them to sign up. Like, I think Coastal North, North Carolina, uh, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Who also are having a game canceled. I th- yeah. think... Um, he's trying hard to get get a game going, so uh, uh, shout out Dustin. I, I heard before, and I haven't heard anything about it this week, um, and I don't know if just people speculating or not, but... Um, you know, our game with Maryland got canceled. Yep. I think they're healthy now. They've only played... Uh, four games i think themselves and i think this is just i don't know if it's just an open spot on their schedule or if the team that they were set to play um isn't going to be able to go um you know i, I kind of get it, it seems like things are coming out from some schools where their games are being canceled and you know Dabo called out fsu like they just don't want to play us um you know if the season's really been that hard you, your kids are going down with covid and stuff i can see you saying you know we're two and four we're two and six what do we got to play for like I know that's very the antithesis of college sports where, you know, you're supposed to be all about it. The heart's there. Like, that's why I like it more than, you know, most pro sports. But, um, you know, Maryland hasn't had a bad season. Um, and for them, you know, being 500 is okay. Do you think – so I, I, I've heard a lot of talk that college football changed the rules for Ohio State because of this. Um, so the, the whole thing is that people are speculating that the Big Ten will just let – Ohio State into the Big Ten Championship, even though the rules state you have to play at least six games. Can you imagine if Ohio State left the Big Ten because of this? Oh, I couldn't. No? no. Okay. No, not at all. Um, and by, you know, the only time, the only way I would really be salty about it is if we got left out of the college football playoff because of it. Because it would be Indiana Northwestern. Indiana Northwestern, which, you know, it, something about... We destroyed both those teams. Though, we buddy. did. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't be mad... If this is the way for another t- team to win the Big Ten championship, nah, f- mm. I'd be like, it'd be, I, I, you know, I've just brought, I've been dropping f bombs all the time. I'm like, I'm about to be like, fuck that, no, I can't say it. no, dude. I don't, I, I don't want that. We only get so much. Of I don't this. want it. Well, I, we only get so much of this, right? We only get so much winning. Yeah, Ohio State's only going to get so much winning, right? Eventually, we're going to be, we're going to slide down a little bit, which sucks, mm-hmm. but. Let's win now. They, there's no reason we shouldn't like put it on North, uh, the Coastal team. Put it on Cincinnati. What's going on in Cincinnati? They have a team. They have a match going. Fight, fight going. They got uh, a game going. I think they still do. I think they're still on. I said weekend. match and fight. I've had a little too much to drink. Let's see. They're playing Tulsa. Uh, Ooh, who's actually ranked now? 
that's the crazy Tulsa's thing about ranked? this. this well, this is COVID year. All these these coastal yeah. teams in Tulsa are getting into the rankings because it's just been <clears throat> a silly year. So there's a team we can play. Well, you know, and if, there's a note, and I know Big Ten doesn't want us to go outside the division, but come on, guys, this is bullshit. Texas A&M is supposed to be playing at Tennessee. Okay. Um, I thought they were. I thought that. I don't was, know if that's been canceled. What if we play like Appalachian State? How dope would that be? How much would it suck if we lost to Appalachian State? That would be pretty bad. That'd be an all-time embarrassing thing. It would. Uh, oh, you know what? <clears throat> Texas A&M might be playing Tennessee. I think that's already a dis, dis uh, a delayed game. So I think this is a makeup game that they're doing. Oh, nope. <clears throat> that's actually the weekend after this weekend. So the A&M <laughs> Aggies are off this week. They are actually, I think, sitting at five right behind us. So that would actually be great for both of those teams. Dude. If they could figure it out. You know, you got number four at number five. That bol- that would bolster either either of those teams, actually. I mean, A&M still isn't going to get into the SEC championship because they've got Alabama ahead of them. Um, but, you know, I think uh, Florida's probably holding out hope. That's who you're going to hear a lot from is Florida fans saying if they lose a close game to Alabama that they still deserve to be there more than us. I was thinking about Florida and us versus basketball in Ohio State. What was it like in yeah. in football? Like was that two thousand four, two thousand three? Uh no, that was Ted Ginn and That was Troy seven Fiesta Bowl. Was it? Um and then they beat us that spring in basketball. Yeah, I was just remembered I was just thinking about that because anyways, I'm sorry, that was completely random. Um and Florida lost to A and M, so both of those are really the teams that are going to be jockeying to get around us and get into the college football playoffs. Um, Iowa State's out. Cincinnati, probably not going to happen unless a lot of shenanigans. shenanigans Cincinnati's happen. good, though, man. They are, but, um, you know, in a year where they didn't get to prove it with an out-of-conference game. Um, really? They just didn't. I I, I, have a, I have a really good buddy that, uh, Taylor, shout out, um, Reddit guy. Um, he was all about Cincinnati, and they they do. And, and I like Luke Fickle. Um, I don't. Oh, Luke Fickle. I, I think in most Cincinnati, Ohio State dope. people have um, let go that one season he had with us right after Trestle. What was, it was that? A better we, team. That yeah, was the year we, we went six and six, yeah. lost to Michigan. It was the only time they've beaten us um, since. So let me ask you a question: Is this the best Michigan loss win? Best Michigan win for Jim Harbaugh. Since he took the team, I mean, he's beaten some top twenty. No, is this the best Michigan win? This is actually this is big for him because if they would lose again, and especially if it was bad, there'd be a call for an immediate ouster. Um, This is actually something I was pegged to talk about a few weeks ago. He has a top recruiting class coming in next year, and. I thought they probably couldn't fire him regardless of what happens because if you start losing that recruiting class, people saying, oh, well, you fired the guy that signed me up to go here. Right, right, right. He's actually got a unique plan for what he's doing in that I started looking up a lot of those recruits, and very few of them had offers from teams like Alabama or Ohio State. There were maybe only one out of their top ten guys. And, again, these are four, four-star four recruits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I found that kind of odd. A lot of these guys were – West Coast, Southern players and things like that that weren't getting these major offers even though they're high up there. I don't think any of them had 
necessarily um, I don't I exactly don't exactly know why those people were slated to go there, but a lot of them were their second and third choices were Arizona, Arizona State, like Here. Houston. They were going to these places where they were going to be the standout players. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. And so Michigan has kind of gone away from Ohio State's been nationally recruiting since Urban Meyer was here. And yes. that's been our thing. We're, yep. we're still grabbing top elite, number one overall yep, yep, yep. position or whatever. Which was funny because when Jim Trestle's here, it was all Ohio, right? Or Ohio, oh, it was Michigan, strongly Ohio. And then, he, yeah. he locked down Ohio. Yeah. And Michigan started to get some of more of the second tier Ohio State players. Okay. They still got a few at the, at that point in time. Which I don't hate on. But essentially, he locked down Ohio State, and Urban Meyer still was able to lock down anyone he wanted in Ohio mostly and then expand that to a national Did you level. hear? Urban was talking to Texas? Was it Texas that Urban Meyer was talking to? Uh, I think the rumors have mostly been Texas and Notre Dame. Yeah. USC has popped up. And it sounds like everyone said he loves Ohio State too much and doesn't want to uh, leave his broadcasting job. I don't know why you would ever want to leave that job. Especially when he was a coach and he had all that brain problem, mm-hmm. you know? like. And he could, he could still teach anywhere if he wanted to, and I think he likes – he likes the kids and being able to do that kind of thing. Yep. He's uh it's weird to say he's, you know, Nick Saban is a football mind and by all accounts, maybe not the friendliest to his players and things like that. Oh, really? Whereas Urban Meyer is kind of that guy. I think he wants to be a role model and a teacher first. He's just also one of the best football coaches in the world. Yeah. Um, I remember when they said that about me, they still do Joe. <laughs> Thanks. They still do. Do you just, <laughs> You just got to put down the booze and get back into the film room. I I remember when I played Aaron Brooks in Madden in 2007. <laughs> Dude, I used to, I, no one cares, but I used to play Madden <laughs> tournaments. And then, like, 07, I had Aaron Brooks, and I had to run all over these old guys, and they just couldn't figure it out. All right. Do it. Oh, so uh, we also have a... Uh, <laughs> I need to make a major stat correction. Okay. Um, we could not figure out who was the other top player in our fantasy basketball league, and our uh, oh Bobby, avid t- hey listener. Bobby, what's up Bobby? <laughs> Bobby, text me. <laughs> Love you, Bobby. I still can't remember now though whether he was ahead of you or not. I don't know. I was fourth place. You, I think. Okay, so then he was third. Okay. He was behind me at third. So he texted me that. I was like, dude, I was just talking shit. It's my podcast. <laughs> We couldn't remember it was him, though. He, that was right. He, he put together a team that year. Yeah, all right. But, no, straight up, Madden Championships, Aaron Brooks, fucking Keith <laughs> McAllister, and Joe uh, Joe Horn. Was that the guy's name? Joe Horn. Man, that sounds familiar. Wide receiver? Yes. Yeah. So it was Aaron Brooks, Deuce McAllister, and Joe Horn, dude. That was, like unstoppable in Madden at one point, dude, because uh, Aaron Brooks was a quick quarterback, but not Michael Vick quarter- quick. Mm-hmm. And you had Deuce McAllister, where, like, mm. yeah. Joe Horn was supposed to be playing in the XFL. When? This year. This last year. <laughs> okay. He drafted by the Houston Roughnecks, but traded to the New York Guardians <sighs> for Tavon Jacobs. Who does he hate me. Is that him? I don't know. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> you know that guy's real name? <laughs> Should we get out of here? Uh, where are you at with your Christmas shopping? Uh, I got... That's all I got left that okay. I think we need to talk about. We can push back everything else, but... No, I got Renee's done. 
Um, everyone else, the, I got like 18 nephews. They all get $20. I'm going to sound rich, but it's not really 18 nephews, but they have $20 or $20 yeah, gift yeah. cards. And then uh-huh. everyone else just kind of. Oh, mom. so you're lined up. You haven't done much shopping, but you got your stuff figured out. Yeah, I mean, the girlfriend's done. <sighs> well, I got to get on it. I'm starting to feel stressed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, like literally I uh, just give 20 bucks to all the kids, and that's mm-hmm. super easy for me. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, here's twenty bucks, Uncle Joe's. Cool. Get what you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Just put it, it right, feed it right into the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feed it into the PlayStation. Get yourself a skin. You guys got so many Fortnite skins. It'll be sorry. Um, the youngest nephews, they even them. I'm like, uh, you know. I give just my sister money and just say, hey, mm-hmm. say it's from Uncle Joe. And I feel it. So, we're going to have a big podcast next week, though. we got a lot of leftover topics now. What's that? Aliens. Aliens. we got a base on Mars with aliens. I don't believe in that Uh, stuff. 410 electoral votes for for Trump. We're going to get to the bottom of both of these things. I don't believe in Uh, conspiracy theories. The Joint Federation. Uh, He, this guy coming out, is a renowned scholar. And he knows all about the Mars base with U.S. astronauts. Space Force, man. Why do you think we rush Space Force? You know what's funny? Is you're telling me about aliens and you're telling me about conspiracy theories and telling me about ghosts. And you know I believe in all that shit. So I'm going to listen to all of it and be like, yeah. You know, we got to get around to talking about Last Dab Sauce. Uh, oh, my God. Last gotta, Dab Sauce. Yeah, we got to talk about that where yeah. I cried like a little bitch in front of everybody. Yeah. Yep. We got to get there. Nope. All right. All right. Well... <laughs> Well, we and, won't do it on this and podcast. A, and a slightly hey, more polished <laughs> Ground Zero. <laughs> ground Zero. All right. Let's talk about Ground Zero on our way out. Get the kids the number. Guys, we are, if there's one thing that I think hasn't gone well, I, I want some calls. The calls oh, were the calls have been terrible, were, well, dude. I thought they're just not coming in. Are They're you keeping the in. calls from me? Yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You run it out. So I I'm can... going to give Joe's personal cell phone here, just in case the hotline isn't working, even though I know Joe calls it every other day and makes sure it's <laughs> still sure. up. So here's Joe's personal cell. Actually, I'm going to give him your work number. Yeah, give him give my work number. That's good. 8675309. Oh, that's that stupid number. Um, Hold on. All right, why is... We haven't got any calls. I'm really surprised. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Uh, you know, Brown's talk, uh, aliens, do you think they're real? And is Israel and the U.S. in in uh, in discussions with the Federation of, of Alien uh, Federations? Oh, hi, Joe. We're all caught up. So 216, call my cell phone. Call me right now. 216-260. Five four eight four. I won't answer, but, but a robotic voice will, and you can leave your hot takes. Give us some hot takes. Give us some ideas for Ground Zero cold reads. Yes. Tell us. Uh, tell us. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Tell us what you want to hear less of. Tell us what you want to hear medium of. <laughs> tell us your favorite song by that Canadian group that sang. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> favorite Scatman song. Give it give it all to us. No, but all, in all seriousness, seriously, call the uh, hotline, 216-260-5484. Um, we had Hank Hill call for... I'm surprised Hank Hill isn't called, dude. That's wild. He must man. not be appreciating the podcast. No, you know what? 
He called it a radio show. Uh, Hank Hill is a busy man. I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm never gonna talk badly about Hank Hill. He is an American hero. In my mind, at least. I watched the flag football game. All right, this is uh, Slur Speech. We're getting out of here. Have a good night, everybody. Take it easy. See you next week. 216-260-5484. I can't bang you on a Sunday. Guess I got to do it on a Monday. Sorry, baby, this ain't my way. The Bible says I can't bang you on a Sunday.